Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Plugged In. I'm Jessica Wettstein, and today with me I have Michael Rehart, Executive Vice President of Strategic Services. Welcome, Michael. Great, great, great to be here. Thank yes. you for the invite. I appreciate it. Good. Well, thanks for coming. In an effort to highlight some of the strategic changes associated with the reorg, we've brought in leaders from each of the centers of excellence. And uh, in turn, this week, we decided it would be helpful for our listeners to learn a little bit more about Michael, the Strategic Services Group, and those um, within each of those teams. To get us started, would you mind giving us a little bit more about your background? Um, what led you to faith? I think the first thing that really attracted me to to faith was the value set Mm -hmm. you know and what the priorities are of that value set i think that's the first and foremost and uh, secondly it was it was the people you know i've had a lot of interaction with the faith community you know in the past not only on the business side but also knowing some team members uh, in the community and my interaction with them um, you know, that, that certainly attracted me here as, yeah, as, as a second. So it's great to be here. A little bit about my background. Um, I've had a, a great um, opportunity or a very diverse background, I should say. I've uh, been uh, quite a few different places or quite a few different roles. First, I started out as an engineer. I was a manufacturing engineer working on uh, process design, tool and fixture design. I went into operations management after that worked in uh, supply chain and I worked in uh, sales and marketing. I went uh, into a large-scale program management after that, so implementing large-scale internal capabilities like ERP systems, CRM mm-hmm. systems, okay. um, anything that would make a, uh, you know, a company run for that, sure. for that fact. And then after that, I went into uh, corporate strategy work. Yeah, I did a lot of work on you know, defining where companies going. What's, uh, what does that look like from a customer product solution standpoint? And then I went into IT for a while. You know, more on the strategy side, but I'm kind of a technical guy too. You know, I've yep. got this you know diverse business background, but I love the technical <laughs> side. I'm kind of a techie, techie geek in a lot of ways. <clears throat> and then after that, I got involved in the merger and acquisition okay. uh, industry, which I found uh, very interesting. You know, uh, what... Uh, Existing, discovering what exists um, out there and at a company, and how does it fit with the, with the right partner? And then after that, I led a, uh, a small company, so uh, about the size. Well, I should say um, it's kind of like the APC group that is involved okay. and folded into the solution group today. Sure. Yeah. So that experience all kind of ranged between a several Fortune 500 companies to a smaller company. So had the opportunity to see what a large organization looks like and a small company looks like. Perfect. And you have a very diverse background. Looking at the strategic services group, it, it seems very much so like it aligns incredibly with the teams that are, make up that group. For those who, since that is a new group for Faith, um, maybe you could walk us through some of the team makeup um, and some of the leadership within each of those teams. Let's just break it down by by area. First, we have the accounting and finance team. Okay, that is led by Diane Schaefer and Christian Oslos and Katie Pash. The uh, the BT team, which is information technology, we just call it business technology mm-hmm. within Faith. Uh, that's led by Mark Baker, and he leads all the internal technology needs. <clears throat> the other team 
member is um, Alex Murbach, and he leads the customer development team, uh, which is different than sales. And so we'll, yeah. we'll talk about that a little bit later. And then we have marketing, which is Kelly uh, Chartere, yeah. And then uh, we have community relations, which is uh, led and uh, by Renee Torzala. Great, a lot of familiar leadership, a lot of familiar uh-huh. teams. Um, maybe you could share a little bit about the decision behind kind of packaging or aligning those team mm-hmm. resources under mm-hmm. the name Strategic Services. If you look at the group, we're the ones that will see it from end to end. If you think about the demand signal, you think about the customer, the sales and marketing, the customer development side, all the way through operations. You think about the financial operations and the finance, all the way until we collect cash. So you think about accounting. So we see the demand and we see the cash. Very unique position to be in, Mm -hmm. right? So you can kind of see what the the organization is doing and how things flow. So overall goals um, and kind of strategies for that strategic services group. What does that look like for 2019 for those teams? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what's in a name? Strategic services. I think most people would view an organization like this as, you know, a support organization. You know, we're, we're all in support organizations. We're all supporting each other. But the, the name has something in it. So there's strategic components within these functions that we need to ensure that we we birth, we bring out, we evolve to better position faith in total. Let's walk through a few examples. Maybe Great. I'll give you four goals and we can apply each one of those. Let's do that. The first one was around, you know, how do we build our financial strength, you know, to secure our future? Operationally, the first thing you do is is you generate cash. The more cash you generate, the better, mm-hmm. right? But what happens after that cash? How do we choose the best use for it for our future? So in times of abundance, we have a lot of choices. You know, we we want to invest here. We want to uh, develop new solutions. It might be facilities. It might be merger and acquisitions. Um, It might just be on the the health benefits. It might be for our people. So we have to strategically weave that into our financial plan. How is that all going to work? On the flip side of that is we're, we're part of an industry that does have ups and downs. So at some point in time, we're going to have to make some tough choices. So mm-hmm. how does that all work together? And let's prepare for it. As we go through, um, you know, we need, a, we, need, we need to engineer a plan, a strategic way forward to do that financially. So once we have that plan, then we can work it. Makes sense. Yeah. So another goal for strategic services is around you know how do we enhance you know the organization ability to effectively grow or support align to the growth we all know as we grow as we get to a certain size you know it's not about more of the same we have to to include things we have to evolve we have to do things differently in order to sustain that growth and so you know the example here would be in the BT group is um, you know, if you would ask the general public, right, or the general population regarding, you know, what does BT do, right? They, they give us a computer, they, they fix it, they give me the passwords, <laughs> and you might get a little bit more sophistication in saying, you know, they take care of my AutoCAD software, you know, they get bit smart, you know, they do all these things for me. But um, all, those, all those things are true, um, but they're a huge enabler, you know, for all of us to be more effective and efficiently in what we do every day. Yeah, and it's going to become mm-hmm. even more evident and a focal moving forward. 
So um, uh, whether you're engineering a complex design, or whether you are you know, entering your time cards, whether you're signing up for health benefits, it's, it's, it's all of that. If you take a look at organizations, really, there's only four pillars of things that exist in organizations. There's data, there's process, there's technology, and there's people. So data flows through processes. Processes mm -hmm. are enabled by technology, and then people run it all. Sure. Right? So BT is in a very unique position to see all of that from end to end mm -hmm. and how things connect and be able to connect those dots. So how do we best you know, leverage that? How do we best design what that needs to really look like and deliver those capabilities to our organization to enable that growth? Uh, the third goal, and in the spirit of what have, has already been started with the 80-20 effort mm -hmm. as it relates to customers, you know, it's, it's about how do you get more of the right customers and do more work in those customers. And I think we all know that you know, we're pretty heavy and concentrated in, in a couple customers right now. And that's where customer development and marketing, you know, strategically um, can be aligned to saying, you know, in order to grow that, in order to pursue, you know, the right customers, get the right work, deliver the right solutions, um, what is the sustainable process for us mm -hmm. to go after that? So it's transparent, it's clear, we know who they are, what they are, and what needs to be done. So that's really where customer development and marketing um, is going to intersect, you know, and work together on the front end to make sure that we, that we, uh, we deliver that. It all comes back to the diagram of putting the customer in the center. And the, uh, the center of excellence is rounded is, is how are we targeting that customer from a customer development, from a sales and marketing perspective. Mm -hmm. So fourth goal is, is really around community relations. And our growth you know, means our expand in our, in our geographic footprint. Where there's strong community, there's strong families, where there's strong individuals. Um, so community relations is, uh, so it seems to be so simple, but it's so big and so impactful, mm -hmm. right? And if you just break it down into three areas, you know, the first impact is really, you know, how do you serve the communities which, in which we live? You know, it's a big part of our culture. Um, it's where we live. It's where our livelihood is, where our families mm -hmm. are. So how do you enhance that? How do you build upon that? And that's a big deal. It's a very big deal. And I think there's been a lot of effort up, up to this point, you know, getting, getting it there from a, from a corporate standpoint. And just this year, you know, Renee's done a lot of work about, you know, launching it from a branch perspective. So extending that and getting more activity out to the branch side or other locations to be able to enhance, you know, what we're doing in, mm -hmm. in the communities. I think the second impact is really around recruitment, you know, attracting the right individuals for, from or within each community. You know, we, we all want to work with people that we want to work with mm -hmm. and we enjoy. And reaching out and, and ensuring that they're aware of faith and getting our tentacles out there to say, hey, you know, we're, we're an active participant. We're active in your community. You know, be part of, of what we're all about. A uh, third impact is is really to our in our customers' communities, our partners, and, and other businesses. You know, we're located in in position 
uh, of relativity to our to our customers, and that's important because we interact with them. They're part of our communities. Um, although we do business with them, it's also important that we we have a healthy community together. Also, no matter where we operate. Oh, that's great. I, I think this was a great overview of uh, not only the strategic services group the leadership, um, the areas of service, and really what employees can expect to see in 2019 and beyond. So thank you for taking the time to uh, join today's episode. Any additional thoughts that you had or any closing comments? No, I just appreciate the the invite, Jessica. Thank you for taking the time. And um, if there's anything else that I can expand upon in future uh, episodes, just let me know. I'd be glad to do that. Well, thank you. Next week, we'll speak with Tom Clark, Group President of Solutions, to learn more about the Solutions Center of Excellence. Be sure to follow the Plugged In channel and share your feedback by liking or commenting on the episode. Thanks for listening in.